You're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Hey, we're back. Back. Long time, no talk. How you doing, Jack? By the way, this is Shed Some Light, episode 116, coming to you on a Friday. We've had a full week in between episodes. Yeah, a lot to discuss. A lot to discuss today. Now, but I'm, I'm doing? doing good. Yeah. I was thinking about this earlier, and I one time want to intro this like a uh, informational seminar. <laughs> Meaning what? Uh, so, like, I feel like informational seminars always start off with a description of the seminar followed by, like, an introduction of the person leading the seminar. So uh, it would go kind of something like this. In this episode, you'll listen to two drunk idiots talk about sports. Hi, I'm Jack, and this is my partner, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> We, we just got to cut that and play it at the beginning of every single show. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I was, I had to watch one on Wednesday for work and they started like that and it was multiple videos and they started fucking every video like that. And I was just trying so hard not to laugh. I was like, dude, what the, f-? I was like, why does everybody do this? And so it's only like informational seminars too. Yeah. And this is not an informational seminar. I'll Far tell you from that. it. Far probably the, from it. Yeah, probably the last thing from an informational seminar you can get. <laughs> well, hey, we're back, baby. I'm feeling rusty. I feel like uh, we it, like it's been just a long time since we've sat down and talked and recorded, and I'm excited to get back into it. It's funny too because like when we're I'm not even going to call it like grinding, like when we're like just putting out our normally scheduled episodes. In my opinion, the Monday shows are the hardest ones to, like, get up for. Because I think it's because we go back to back. We're yeah, and we're coming off of like, the weekend, right? Yeah, I also just think there's not as much to talk about. Yeah, like the time that stuff can happen is right, right, right. And it's funny because like, like missing a Monday show, like I just like I felt like even just something in my life was missing like it's because it's a it long was. time it's, it's a long time was. to go a week without recording yeah but hey i'm, I'm happy to be here yeah good to be here good to be here all right uh let's jump right into it Two. what did you call us drunk idiots talking about sports yeah there you go we want to just get the socks out of the way it's going to be a long talk discussion. About the, oh, yeah. I was going to talk about the Chicago Sky first. All right. Chicago Sky winning the first game of the WNBA Finals. Suck it, doing? Phoenix. Uh, so we're recording this right as game two tips off. What did, What do you think they did? I'm gonna, I am gonna. think it's a 4-0 or 3. It's a five-game series. That's not talked about enough. It is? Yeah. I, I they they re- they just changed the playoff series format. I swear, like two years ago, maybe three. That sucks. Yeah, you just can't. You can't do that. Yeah, that's tough. I don't like that. So, uh, as you're listening to this, are the sky up two zero or is it tied one to one? 
two to nothing. Oh, let's go double Confidence. double road wins. And yeah, you've got the sky jersey draped off the front of the, let's the go. Uh, desk. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I mean they cruised to a game one victory. Yeah, I heard Phoenix was supposed to be good. Uh, number two seed. Number five seed. What? Right? Am I, I looking were, at that right? I thought they were the two seed. Six versus five. No, the, the upset sky, city. Yeah, the, dude, the Sky uh, are in the NBA Finals after finishing the regular season 500. It's a magical run. Know how to turn it on. Magical run. That's you, right. You don't let them get hot. You know, that's what they always say about the Sky. That That is what they say. You know, they, they just don't let them get hot because <laughs> they fucking do. They get buckets. True, true. And, and Candace Parker back this year. I mean, come on now. That's just yeah. And whoever addition. that rookie is, is getting buckets too in the finals. Yeah, I forget yep. her name. Fucking. She whatever. made the all rookie team though. So Bucket City. How you doing? And that was talking WNBA. There you go. We're diversifying our portfolio. Yeah. Well, you want to keep diversifying? <laughs> what else? The USA Soccer. Oh, Big two to one win on Wednesday. Yeah. Versus Costa Rica. Yep. Sergio Dest had a fucking sweet goal. A fucking banger, top corner, firecracker, if you will, from outside the box to tie it up after we allowed a pretty shitty goal. I want to say we're top of the group for World Cup qualifying at the moment. Let's go. So what's up? How you doing? Let's go. It's the golden It's the golden era of USA soccer. Getting there. No. We're getting... We're, we're we arrived? It. Yeah. No, we're not, we haven't fully arrived... But like we're ten minutes from our destination. We're like, we're like, uh, if we're climbing the mountain to the peak, we're like three fourths of the way to the peak. Okay. So it's like okay. it's like we're good. Like we're, we're gonna we're gonna make this climb. We're we're coming up to the exit yeah. on the highway. Yeah. We're like, I can see the top. You can see it, and they're like, they're like good. Like this team's good, really good. But, like, they haven't hit their peak yet. And they're already really good. Your destination is ahead on the left. Yeah. They're, like, right now, like, if you pop a DiGiorno pizza in the oven and it says, like, cook for 23 minutes and you cook it for, like, 19. And you're like, fucking, I can still eat this. (laughs) Like, it's still good. But it's not, like, it's not cooked to perfection, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. You get it, that? You you see what I'm... We got a lot of analogies. Dude, you picking up what I'm putting down right now? I'm picking it up. Like, I can still eat that pizza. You, I can still survive off that pizza. Like, this team could still win. But they're not, like, the best that they could be at the moment. Because they're all, like, young kids. They're all, like, 18 to, like, 21-year-olds. Yeah. And it's like, you're not getting into, like, your prime until you're, like, 26, 27. Right. So, like, they're really good. They're super talented, but, like... See him in a couple of years. Fucking whoop. Here's a question for you. You just brought this up shooting from the hip here. You said the prime of the athlete there, like 26, 27. Uh, what do you think is the prime of your actual life? I have an uh, answer. Late 20s, early 30s. 26 to like 31. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Hmm. I was going to go like... uh like 29 to 34. I think 34, you're pushing it. 
34 year. Uh, 30, I lied. 34, you could probably get in there. Yeah, 34, you're a seasoned vet. I think, but I think 26 starts it. Nah, you're. I'm. I'm still way too young. No, you're like hitting peak. No, I'm on my rookie deal. No, I need to. Uh, yeah, I'm on my rookie deal. I'm on my rookie deal in the prime years. Tw- your rookie? No, no, no. Your max. rookie deal is when you graduate college until you're 26. So I just signed an extension. Yeah. I probably got ripped off. Yeah. No one's paying me right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. You better. You better. You know. Do a little sign and trade. I'm gonna have to call up my agent. <laughs> so what the fuck, man? What are we doing? What kind of negotiating skills do you have? Yeah. No, I think yeah. I don't know. In my opinion, it's still like. I mean, you got like, a long prime. Twenty six to like thirty four. That's like almost a decade. Yeah. Got to make the most of it, and then you go into coaching after that. Yeah. <laughs> coaching sucks. That's when you have kids and shit, dude. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? What other sports are we touching on? Uh, Blackhawks are back. Blackhawks are back. We got We we should be having a uh, good Blackhawks focused a week from today episode. Yeah, next week. So get excited for that. Um, you know, hockey. I'm actually excited to see this Blackhawks team play. They Jonathan are like Dave's back. They're like a very much like a. I don't know what I'm going to get from this team. I don't think they're going to be like. I don't want to sound like very pes like super pessimistic. I don't think they're going to compete for a cup, but like I think they're going to be like very fun to watch, or at least a lot more fun to watch than previous years. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to be like dynasty hawks, but they're also not going to be like the shitbag hawks. They'll be right in the middle. They'll be competitive. They're uh, getting the job done, hawks. Yeah, yeah. Taking care of business, hawks. Yeah. Mark Andre Fleury. Fleury. Put your DiGiorno pizza in the oven for a little bit longer, Hawks. Uh, no. They're. They're, uh, they're, I feel like they're they're, sitting at about like 14 minutes. No, no. They're at like like, half baked. No, 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 no. They're, again, they're on the other side. They're like, you left it in there a little bit too long. Like, and again, you could still eat it. But. They're a little crispy. Yeah. Like, you can't fucking undo what you did. <laughs> you know? All right. Like, because when you cook the, when it's the uncooked DiGiorno pizza, that's like the young kids where you got, like, the years to improve, and that's when you're cooking it in the oven a little bit longer. Like, the Hawks' uh, main core of their players are coming off the other side. Yeah, yeah. See, I understand that. My analogy in that sense was just that they're, they're not as uh, good as the USA soccer team. But they're still, yeah. But they're like they're almost like the same, but they're just cooked on opposite sides of the perfect yeah. peak spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And the Bulls are fucking awesome, dude. The Bulls are putting up some points. Bulls are fucking awesome, and they play great team defense, and they play great basketball. Have you watched any of them? Yeah, dude. They're fucking awesome to I, watch. I, I have they're not, so much fun. I've not not watched a single Dude, minute of preseason basketball. Just gotten score updates. Lonzo Ball looks like like college Lonzo. Oh, yeah. Like he's go. fucking knocking down shots. He's throwing one-handed alley-oops. Like, dude, he looks sick. He's got like the little fro going too, and I love it. How you doing? Dude, it's great. They play 
like legitimately like fantastic team basketball where it's like nobody's like hey give me the ball i'm gonna go iso here it's just like hey i'll cut off you toss it to the wing a little pick and roll maybe a little dish to vucevic or whatever like dude it's it's great it's fun it's insanely fun to watch yeah bulls fucking our bulls are back bulls are back baby uh bears yeah yeah bears big game Big game against the Packers. I need like, dude, like if Justin Fields somehow wins this game, fucking, I might buy a Justin Fields jersey. <laughs> I am a little nervous the fact that he's coming off a game where he hyperextended his knee. He's fine. He's a gamer. I know, but like, I- I'm not trying to ruin this kid. Yeah, he's fine. Like six games into his career. Nah, 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 nah. he's fine. He's fine. He's got to be around for years. We need him. Hey, he's good. It's Justin fucking Fields, baby. <laughs> the Bears have been like pleasantly surprising the past couple of games. Yeah, getting a win over the uh, Raiders, the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> and uh, you know, not terrible. Not sucking. Yeah, their O line looks surprisingly good. Yeah, fucking Justin Fields looks great. Bill Lazor, shout out to you for calling plays because Matt Nagy has no fucking clue what he's doing. I'm telling you, dude. Justin Fields shooting lasers out of his eyes. And shooting Matt Nagy. Just shooting the opponent. No, next, Matt Nagy. Next Just Matt Nagy. One, <laughs> he's got one that goes to the opponent, one that goes to Matt Nagy. Those <laughs> well, are the what, two does he lasers. have lazy eyes? No, he's just like, he can see it all peripheral vision, dude. <laughs> all right. Seeing the field like he, he's killing Matt Nagy and the opponent. There you go. There you go. Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and then you want to do what do you want to do next? Notre Dame football. I mean, there's really not much to talk about Notre Dame football at the bye week. Well, we got the win. We oh yeah, got the win against Virginia Tech. Yeah, snuck past that one. Uh, Logan Diggs, freshman running back. How you doing? What the fuck does Drew Pine have to do? Yeah, dude, I don't know. I have no idea why. He if didn't I'm play. Drew Pine, I'm fucking transferring so goddamn fast. Uh dude, you have done fucking everything to win when you've been able to play, when you've gotten the opportunity to play. You outscored Cincinnati in the second half, and you basically had maybe one mistake against Wisconsin on like a blindside sack. That he fumbled. Other than that, you played like perfect football, dude. The 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 perfect. I guess I guess Saturday's win over Virginia Tech was the perfect culmination of this Notre Dame season, where the game ended, we won, and we're still left with the exact same amount of question marks as we had going yeah. into the game. Yeah, like Cohen looked like absolute trash bags until the final drive. So now it's back to having a three-man competition it's, for the it's, quarterback. It's uh, it's what you said where it's like, it's just going to give Kelly another reason to be like, fucking Jack Cohen, do you see that final drive? He'll be yeah. like, all right, dude. Like, yeah, I saw that final drive, but I also saw like the other 90% of the game where he fucking sucked ass. And Jack- But like the, the only thing that's going to live out in Kelly's mind is going to be like that 90%, that last 10 though. Yeah, Jack, last 10. Jack Cohen was handed a test where the questions get progressively harder, and he aced question 10 and failed everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. 
And you, he's like, dude, but but look at the potential. Question ten, though. But look at the potential. He got question <laughs> ten right. Fucking what? And you're gonna be like, missed the nine other ones. The first one was two plus two, and he got that one wrong. But fucking, <laughs> he got the last one correct, I guess. Uh, I will say, to your boy, Kevin Austin looked really good. Did you see the picture of yeah him, him getting fucking catch? face masked in the end zone? His, his head is looking just straight up at the sky. Yeah, I dude, he just fucking his whole team just I like. I don't know what's going on half the time. I literally just don't know what's going on. It's so funny because they literally, like, will flash, like, plays in, like, maybe if we're lucky, like, a drive where they, like, play to their, like, actual potential. And it's like, dude, this team looks, like, unstoppable. Like, this is a this is a quality football team. And then they'll go on, like multiple plays slash multiple drives where it's like dude i think like akron could beat us right now they're they're a no uh, offense to akron they're a uh they're a nascar another analogy they're a nascar and they're either leading the pack by like five to ten seconds or like getting in the crash by themselves in the back of the pack and you're like <laughs> fucking how'd you even do that the fucking no one was around you yeah, it's dude, just it's they. It's it's a hundred or zero, and there's no in between what you're gonna get I, from them. I don't remember the last time I've watched a Notre Dame team be this inconsistent, because I feel like Notre Dame teams of the past five Decade. to seven years, besides the 2016 debacle, have been like just good, like consistently, like you know what you're gonna get. And prior to that, it was just bad. But they were consistently bad, and you know what you were going to get. This team is just like, we could go out there and put up 42 and hold them to, and get like three turnovers on defense, or we could get in a shootout with like the 57th ranked team in the country. Yeah. Like, I, they, I don't they're, know. They're just so weird. Like, they, I, there's like, you could probably go and find, like, if you just scroll back through, like, Notre Dame beat writers like predictions for the season you could probably just find the most like freezing cold takes of like I think they're gonna come out and do like super well this game and then they fucking suck and then you could probably find somebody that's like they're in for a real barn burn it's like oh they came out and dominated it's like yeah. it makes no sense yeah this team's fucking weird so who knows bye week uh USC coming up maybe maybe the bye week is where we solidify a quarterback Give him, get, you have two weeks of practice? No fucking shot. I mean, that would make way too much sense. But no shot. Who knows? Who knows? Did we talk about the clip of Kyle Hamilton talking about the holding penalty on Cincinnati? Did you hear this? It was from uh, Inside the Garage. Yeah. Did we talk about this on this podcast? Mm, I don't believe so. That's wild. Yeah. That He said that there's a clear holding penalty on Kyle Hamilton. That, like, Kyle Hamilton got held. And he asked the ref about it after the play. And the ref said, come on, Kyle, you're an All-American. I can't help you that much. It was like, well, I got fucking held. Yeah. It's like, doesn't matter if I'm an All-American or not. I can't make a fucking play if I'm getting held. Right. Right. That is the most absurd response I think I've ever heard. That'd be like, that'd be like a, uh... A like an accountant being like, "Hey man, like you're a billionaire. Sorry, I can't help you with your taxes." It's like, "Well, no, I still need someone to help me with my taxes because like 
There, we it's need, not my job. We need to implement this system for the entirety of sports of some sort of way to hold refs Punishers. accountable. Yes. I like the minor leagues in baseball. Like, like if you're that bad at your job, like, nothing happens. I think, I, I swear to God, I think the minor leagues for baseball is, I think that's a genius idea. But but what do you do for the rest of sports? Like, do you send the NFL refs to college and college refs to high school? Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's exactly what you do. You go, you go NFL... To no, college, I got it. I to got D, it. To D2, to D3, to no. flag football in college intramurals to high school. No, I got it. Uh, you, the, the demotion needs to be more than that because college football is still legit as nuts. Like, you, you going from the NFL to college isn't even really like a demotion. Like, you need to go from, say, it's the NFL – and you're you just make a bunch of egregious calls. You need to go from like the NFL to like either like arena football, Canadian football. Like there no, needs to see, be a significant not, step down. It's got to be college though because it's got to be quick transactions on the waiver wire. You know, it's got to be quick up and downs. Can't do that if you're going to like arena football. That's just a whole different beast. Yeah, but I don't want a different set of rules. I don't want to give these trash bag refs a, a another like big game. No, yeah, they they go. get they get demoted to like the yeah like the Mac like, yeah like some like shit team. You you got to ref a Mac game on a Wednesday night. Yeah, they go to like the Tuesday and Thursday night games. Yeah, that's their first. There emotion. we go. Now and then we're you talking. work your way up from that to like the like the ACC and like the SEC. And now then we're that talking. To, and then that's NFL. Yeah. Okay, I can get behind that. I think this is a fucking that this honestly might be one of my best ideas. We're on to something here. I'm an ideas guy. Got to implement it. If someone knows the head of refereeing, let them know. Doesn't matter what sport. Let them know. We just want to talk to him. Let them know. <laughs> or he can come on the show. Yeah. I'll pitch that idea. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's uh, Notre Dame football talk. Moving on, White Sox to wrap up sports. Yep. Uh, White Sox season ends in a... Uh, Rather disappointing fashion. First time in about like seven months that we won't have Sox baseball to talk about. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Uh, lose to Houston in the ALCS. I, I'm, I'm still trying to process that. It was just one of those things where like, this is the first time I think our youth has shown we the first two games we played extremely nervous. Yeah, so so let me let me get a couple thoughts out here. Tony Larusa said that he was managing for the postseason. So if you just look at our home versus away splits, if we win two more games, we get home field advantage. Yeah, it, that that wasn't even something that bothered me. It was like, I mean, we have stunk on the road. Yeah, but just like the usage of different players, like bullpen management was, was terrible. Oh, so bad. Like game one, game one, like you kind of chalk, like that was just bad all around. You pitch crochet in game one. Game two is like a competitive game. You go back to crochet instead of pitching a 
rested Michael Kopech. Yeah. And then you pitch a tired Michael Kopech in game four instead of starting with a rested Crochet. Like, it just didn't make any sense. sense. It just fucking didn't make any sense what he was doing. Yeah. The the lineup construction was fine for the most part. I'm fucking sick and tired of Cesar Hernandez. Uh, Leori Legend with the fucking bomb. I want to talk about Game 3, like, by itself. We can get all the misery out first. Um... Uh, dude, there no extra base hits between Tim, Yoan, Eloy, Luis, and Jose. Like you fucking, you're not you, you don't hit the ball far. Your team's not gonna go far. Yeah, like and we, it, we're it, not playing this league where it's like fucking hey single, 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 bunt them over, single, whatever. It's like you gotta fucking hit doubles. You gotta hit home runs, and we just didn't do it. It seemed like every time any of the what I'm gonna deem the big six made contact. It was right to someone, whereas the Astros could just, like, touch the the ball with their bat, and it would shoot to a gap. Yeah. It was, I don't know, it was fucking bad. Just fucking bad all around. For, at least from the, I mean, the pitching wasn't good. Maybe game three, Kane guy fucking pitching was good. Kane and then, guy. And then games one, two, and four, the pitching was just fucking atrocious, top to bottom. We did get... At least in game four, because it was, like, one of the games I could watch fully at home, we got fucking destroyed by that ump. Back back to our point. He needs to be relegated. Yeah. but And then, like, there's also, it just felt like, I don't know if it was the pitch mixes or whatever. They weren't really that good. I don't know if Yaz is calling them. I don't know who's calling them. And it also felt like when we would miss our pitches... They weren't competitive. When the Astros would miss their pitches, it was like they'd miss them by like an inch or two off the zone to the point of where like you get a couple of those calls going your way and now the White Sox have to swing at those. We never even put that in the Astros' mind that any of those pitches were coming close. I'm still, uh, until there is something that comes out otherwise, I will always consider the Astros to be cheaters and... In my mind, I don't know if this is just a biased take or what. I'm going to justify that by saying that the pitch is thrown, especially in game four, most recent game. Like they they weren't even swinging at the pitches that were ju- that were like dotting the zone. I th- but that's a thing. So they know that. They're sitting there, and they know in the dugout that this ump is not calling anything, at least towards the White Sox. He's not giving them generous calls. So they would we'd miss uh, and, and go down 2 nothing, and then they have to know that we're going to come to the middle of the zone. It, they, they are a – and I fucking hate to say this because I hate the Astros, but they are a very fundamentally sound baseball team. And they know exactly how to attack pitchers, and they know exactly when to swing, and they know ex- fucking exactly what pitch mix everybody likes. And I think that's just preparation more than anything. Like, yes, 100% they did cheat, and I fucking hate them for it, but I don't think this Astros team, like, had anything to do with—was not cheating this year 
And I think they just out-game-planned us to the max. The worst part about the cheating, too, is that there was literally no reprimand for it. Yeah, yeah. That's the part that everybody's pissed off about. More than anything, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, they just they just had a way fucking better game plan than us. And like I said, I, I think our, our youth, in a way, kind of showed through, through in our pitching. Where, like, I mean, the Astros were, like, damn near ahead in every count. And, like, every game. And if you're ahead in the count, you're going to get fucking easier pitches to hit. And they did, and they fucking hit them. And us, on the other hand, were behind in every count. And that's when you get harder pitches to hit, and that's when you don't hit them. And that's exactly what happened. Like, it was just, it was, it was bad game planning, it was bad pitching, it was bad at bats. It was, we, it was a bad series top to bottom. Yeah, I mean, as much, as much as I liked Tony La Russa throughout the entire year, uh, I thought his managerial decisions in the playoffs were piss poor. Yeah, they were bad, but I, I don't think they lost us any game. Yeah, well, it sure as hell didn't keep us. Yeah, in any it didn't game. help us, but it didn't lose us any game. Ah, I don't know. It was it was disappointing. Like, and also like like I said, like the pitch mixes that we were throwing were just fucking dumb. Like you get the the one that pissed me off the most, and I don't know who called this. I don't know if it was Yaz, I don't know who it was. It was Carlos Correa with the bases loaded. We're up one nothing at this point, and yeah. you you throw two fastballs yep. by him, and they call for a high fastball. Fucking why? Also, if you're gonna miss that high fastball, miss it fucking up. Miss it so far up. Yeah. He just throws a fucking fastball at the top of the zone that Correa smacks for a double. It's like, dude, throw that fucking... Rodon's known for his back foot slider. You, he just saw two fastballs throw a back foot slider in the dirt. Other than uh, other than game three, I felt like that series was uh, eerily reminiscent to Notre Dame-Cincinnati where just everything went the Astros' way, and and the White Sox just couldn't catch a break. Yeah, I don't know. I also just think, like, if I, I, I fucking, I it's like, I want to rip my tongue out for saying this, like, the Astros were just a better team, straight up. D- they mean, were, they were. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't help to have Leary and Caesar as your... Okay, but they had fucking Jake Myers and Martin Maldonado. Who stepped up? Martin Maldonado was fucking one for 13. He didn't step up shit. I mean, what did Caesar do? Fucking like one for eight with like four walks. I I, I was not happy with those their either of their plays. Eh, Leori was eh, fine. Leori was comparable. It wasn't good, but he was fucking comparable. His, his defense in game two cost us the game. There's a lot of things that cost us that game. That he makes that catch to get out of the inning in right field, and it's it's either tied or we're still up. Yeah, they put up like another five runs after that. I mean, Yaz again only went, Yaz went like fucking two for like fifteen. Dude, it was just bad. Like no one played well. There was just there's no two ways around it. I'm not pointing the blame at anybody. Pointing the blame at the whole fucking team. Everyone stunk. Yeah. 
there was there was legitimately like zero people that played well. Like Tim again went like Tim went like seven for sixteen, but like they were all singles. Yeah. Luis was six for twelve or whatever the fuck it was, but get all singles. Like you're just not you're fucking you're not gonna win like that. Um I wanna talk about game three. Alright, then I wanna talk about game four. You want to? Oh, I mean, we're talking the whole bad. So you want to just continue on the bad? Well, mine goes we'll into end the with funny. something. End with something good. Sure. Mine goes into the funny for game four. Uh, we we were we were sitting front row down the uh, third baseline, and all I was thinking the entire game was, man, I wish Jack was here because it would be kind of funny to be able to like heckle some players, and like I didn't really say anything because. There was nothing really to say until the uh, Astros plunked Jose. And then for some reason, I just teed off on Michael Brantley like an idiot. But it was fun. I love it that it was Michael Brantley, too, because of like of everybody on the Astros, he might be one of the guys I like the most. No. Yes. A thousand percent. Now, I would I would take uh, Kyle Tucker or uh, what's the center fielder, Jake Myers. No, Jake Myers, he doesn't count. I'm talking like actually good players on the Astros. My my like top three least hated are like Michael Brantley, Jordan Alvarez, and then Kyle Tucker. Yeah. So I was just I was just it was fun to yell at him. I wanted Michael Brantley as our right fielder. Uh but I mean, luckily, thankfully, I wasn't the only one. Everyone out in no Left shit. Was Everybody out anywhere. Him. And he, he acknowledged a couple people. He was just shaking his head and like trying to brush him off and stuff like that. So that was a fun experience. Lady next to me though, uh I I still don't know if she was drunk or just stupid. Uh but she probably a little bit of both. Um thought that she knew everything. Uh I'll give you a couple examples from the notes that I wrote down. Um Pre-game, Ozzie Guillen throws out the first pitch. Guess what uh, she called him? Hmm. Ozzie Gillis. Ah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, she goes, oh, Ozzie Gillis. Every time something would happen, she would relate it back to her coaching her daughter's 12U softball team. I mean, I don't see a difference. <laughs> yeah, right? And Fucking then uh, she's got, she's, she'll let him know. <laughs> and then there was a play, uh, I think it was when Jose hit into the double play, I think. Uh, that play happens, and then she turns to the guy next to us and she goes, Wait, was that a drop third strike? Yeah. Like, are you just throwing out baseball terms yep. at this point? Like, yep. what are you watching? <laughs> they fucking grounds into a double play. Uh, classic infield fly rule right there. <laughs> fucking no. I was like, all right, props to that lady, I guess. She was enthusiastic about it. It's got to be a balk, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, and shout out to Ozzy Gillis. Ozzy Gillis, baby. <laughs> uh, last little shit thing to talk about for this whole series. AJ Przinsky. Oh, I don't ooh. know what the fuck this guy's problem is when he's commentating a White Sox game. He did nothing but shit on the White Sox for like four games. Yep. Nothing but shit on the White Sox. Yep. He played for us. He's a fucking legend for us. And he just shit on us the whole time. 
anything the Astros did, he'd be like, fuck it, that's a great at bat, what a swing. Yohan, like, swings out of the zone, hits a fucking single, he's like, well, he's swinging at a ball right there. You're not gonna fucking say it's a good swing, though, because he made contact and he got a single. Like, dude, the Astros could have gotten no hit by the White Sox, and he would have been like, well, you fucking, that's a lucky thing that the White Sox did right there. That's fucking not good. He was like, the Astros would never have that happen to him again. It's like, dude, say one positive thing about the White Sox. Right. He fucking sucks. I never want to hear him on a baseball game again. That's why you should have local, you should have a, an option for local broadcasters. Yeah. Because one, they know more about each team. And two, it's like, dude, I don't want to fucking listen to fucking two schmucks that did, you know, review for five minutes of this game. Talk about fucking this this series. Like, I just don't want this to, I don't want that to happen. Fucking, I hate AJ Brzezinski as a commentator. Love him as a player. Absolutely hate him as a commentator. I got one more baseball thing that I want to touch on. Oh, also, very funny thing that also happened during the game that I wrote down. So, uh, in the second inning of game four, Ethan Katz had a mound visit with Carlos Rodon. Mm -hmm. So, Carlos gets out of that inning, and then the White Sox are up to bat, and they do like a, you know, like a live dugout interview. Yeah. So, the guy, Tom Verducci, goes up and asks Ethan, Ethan Katz, first question. So, Ethan, what'd you talk about with Carlos in that mound visit? It's like, yeah, dude, let me just reveal all of our fucking secrets. Yeah. Ethan Katz is like, yeah, so no, we were trying to attack him with sliders at pass because we didn't think they are, you know, breaking ball uh, hit percentage was very good. We just went back to fastballs, and I think we're going to keep switching that every inning. And if we win this game, we're going to do that in game five, too. It's like, dude, why the fuck would he? What a dumb question to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, man, give away your secrets mid-game. Fuck off. All right. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to bring up baseball-wise, and uh, I saw this on TikTok and did some research into it, and it's kind of weird. A uh, little Boston Red Sox conspiracy. Okay. Have you heard about this? No. So Does it hurt or hate? Does it hurt or help the the Red Sox? It helps the Red Sox. Okay, fucking sweet, because I'm rooting for the Red Sox the rest of the way. Well, there there is potential. I mean, if you want to believe this, go ahead. Uh, but there is potential that the postseason could be rigged in favor of the Red Sox. Let's go. So going back to, uh, I believe it's at least 2007. It might be 2004. Okay. Um let me get this pulled up here. So the Red Sox won in 2004, 2007, 2013, and 2018. So don't quote me on the four, but the 17, 13, and 18 World Series logos all have two flags in them. There's no other... that These logos, or the flag part of the logos are not present in any other years and they are back again this year. And you think, you gave me that face, like, wh- what are you talking about? Okay. No, dude. Flags. I, no, I know what you're talking about. 18 flags. 13 flags. Wait for it. Seven flags. It's the two-flag logo 
This is this is such a stretch. Yeah, Listen, I mean, I'm fucking, I'm all in for it because I want the Red Sox to beat the Astros, but like this is, this is a stretch. But it's it's not like they even go to the point of changing the flags. It's literally the same two flags. Yeah, no, it's cra- It's a crazy coincidence. I also don't think you can rig an MLB postseason. Why not? I think that's fucking hard to do. Like, what what are you gonna tell? Hey, like, uh. Tampa Bay Rays and uh, Astros uh, fucking throw meatballs down the middle to the Red Sox and then also don't hit while you're playing the Red Sox. Like, how are you going to do that? I'm just saying it's weird that those the two flags in the logo are not present in the other 20 years. Maybe it's like a rallying cry. Maybe Boston sees that and they're like, fucking team of destiny, baby. Flags, baby. I fucking love those goddamn <laughs> flags. I don't the, know. It's, the, it's pretty uh, weird. The Fenway Sports Group or whatever that owns them, like they they got that logo release and they just like sent them like I sent a team wide email and they were like, "Do you motherfuckers see what I'm seeing? It's the, it's our year. Two flags. There's no shot we lose this. It's the like, Boston two flags. I'm so I, well fucking. I'm in on it. So let's go Red Sox the go. rest of the year. Um, let's talk. I want to talk about the the blackout game. Game three. That was. I think the coolest live sporting event I've ever been to. Dude, that place was fucking packed. The place was packed from an hour before game time. It was going fucking nuts. The place was rocking the whole time. People were showing it on Twitter. I think that's the best the baseball crowd's ever been. I mean, that place was bananas, dude. Fucking so cool. The flags, the, the, the rally towels. I lost my voice. I still haven't recovered really from it. Uh, the the going down five one and then fucking just storming back and putting up twelve, that was that was so cool, that was so fucking cool. And I hope every game that the White Sox play ever at home in the postseason from now on is a blackout game. The crowd slash atmosphere for the Tuesday makeup game was. A lot better than I was expecting for a midday game on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. And a makeup game, too. Yeah. But, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, fucking White Sox fans are some diehard fans. So I think I'm cursed. I'll take it. That helps me. I rack, rack your brain for the last time that I was at a big sporting event where my team won. In my most recent memory would be the Notre Dame-Wisconsin game, and that was literally just a regular season game. That was a big game. To be honest with you, a lot of our sports teams haven't been in a lot of big games. It's been like the 2012 national title, and that's pretty much it. I know. I. So you're 0 for 2? At least. It's a small sample size. Uh, I was at the Georgia home game in 2017. 0 for 3. I'm 1 for 2, so fuck it. I still got to win, though. I'm on the board. Yeah, I... I don't know. Confidence is, is low right I now also, like in I said, Michael's I, corner. I don't believe in those like type of jinxes and or curses, so... I mean, it would just be cool to like be at something where my team actually did well. All right, so then... Oh, fucking dude. <laughs> Let's go to a Chicago Sky home playoff game, NBA Finals. 
it would be cool to be at something where my team did well that I was super invested in. Whoa. What the fuck, man? Super invested. I'm invested in this guy. I mean, clearly, we got the game on right now. I'm invested enough I'm to have it on. Fucking super invested. Come on. Dude, let's go see his Chicago Sky home game. Dude, if they win tonight or Wednesday, and then fucking we go to the home game, and we fucking, they win, and we see a WNBA championship. <laughs> oh! Hoist the trophy, dude. Dude, let's go. <laughs> Storming the court. <laughs> yeah. Let's Damn. go. Um, but yeah, that was fucking, dude, that was, it was, that was awesome. Shout out to the White Sox. That was fun. That was a good time. Yeah. Also, dude, it was great. Like, dang, the game ended and just fucking nobody left. Yeah. It was just like, well, we're all going to stay here. It was like, it it felt like people were just going to like wheel in some coolers and we were going to have an after party there. Should have. Also, you, you want to talk about, you had that lady sitting next to you with the Banana Lands move. There's a family in front of us. Uh, and they left in like the second inning of that game because people in front of them were standing. Oh yeah, Dad was telling it's me about that. It's a fucking home. It's the blackout home playoff game in an, in an elimination game, and you're expecting people to be sitting the whole game. Are you nuts? Yeah, first uh, first home playoff game in 13 years. Hey, fuck with fans. Yeah. Like, what are you, fucking crazy? What do you mean? What do you think, people are going to be sitting down? Yeah, ridiculous. It's insane. Um, all right, off-season. What off-season moves do you want to see made? Because I, like, I have, like, two. We're, we're going to break this down in future podcasts for sure. But just off the top of your head. Uh, Caesar's got to be gone. Caesar, Cesar, however you want to say it. Hernandez. Gone forever. Keith. <laughs> uh, for sure. And uh, who replaces him? There's a correct answer. Uh, I, I haven't thought that far ahead. Marcus Simeon. Okay. Do you know who Marcus Simeon is? Yeah. Who does he play for? <sighs> Couldn't tell you right now. Yeah, fucking. Pittsburgh. Nope, not even fucking close. Why would I want anybody on the Pittsburgh Pirates? I don't know. Uh, he plays for the Blue Jays. He plays second base, and he set the all-time home runs record for second baseman this year in a single season. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's who I would like. That's bullshit because Cesar hit 18 home runs prior to joining the White Sox and then hit three the rest of the year. Well, uh, Marcus Simeon hit, like, I want to say 42. So a little bit better, and he did it over an entire year. So a decent. Would love to have him in my lineup. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Um, I we need to go get like two more pitchers. Uh, Ryan Tapera, blank check. It seems from the reports that the White Sox are going to trade Craig Kimbrell, sign and trade. Uh, I heard the Phillies want him. Bryce Harper, what's up? <laughs> fucking one for one. Him in right field. Fucking no complaints. I got no complaints. Then we're really going, well, eh, I mean, it depends on the other moves, but then I feel like we're really going uh, Big 12 style. Dude, fucking we're, no, because our bullpen's still great. 
I mean, you're giving up Kimbrel. I Los to be is fair, probably going to be gone. To be fair, Kimbrel was ass for the White Sox. He was. Yeah. Uh, Tapera's a lockdown. Bummer is fucking sweet. I don't know what the contract situation with Bummer is, but fucking sign him again. Crochet's still great. Uh, I think they're gonna eventually could. I think they're gonna move Kopech into back to being a starter next year, which I'm fine with because he's fucking sweet. I actually think that Los signs. I would like it if he because does. I think he I think he's like a Jose guy where he just loves playing for the White Sox. He was uh he had a pretty like emotional hat tip when he came off the field. Yeah, on Game Four, which is concerning to me. Well, I think it's going to come down to a. I think it's going to come down to a Rick Hahn versus Jerry Reinsdorf, because I think Rick Hahn like takes care of his guys, and he's going to be like, "You, you fucking Los has earned it," and Jerry's going to be like, "It's my money. Fucking don't pay him. We can get somebody else." And it's going to be like, "Fucking, we're not going to pay Los." And it's going to be like, "Hey, we're also going to pick up Dallas Keuchel's eighteen million dollar option." Oh dear. If God, we no. pick up Dallas Keuchel's eighteen million dollar option, I might not be a fan of the White Sox. Did you hear That's White Sox lie. Dave's take on who we should get? Who? Uh, Max Scherzer. Okay. Don't disagree. I'm, I fucking I'm, like that. I'm pretty sure he's either a free agent or has like a year left on his on his deal. I'll do a little Kimbrel for Scherzer. Yeah. Would you do a Kimbrel for Cody Bellinger? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You obviously didn't follow baseball. Cody Bellinger batted under 200 this season. It's all right. It's Cody Bellinger, dude. That's why it's concerning. It, it, well, okay. Craig Kimbrell for Mookie Betts, straight up. Yeah. <laughs> give why me not? the give me sign him for thirteen years, you get Craig for one. But hey, fucking Kimbrell didn't do anything to our pitching staff, and Cody Bellinger, if he keeps up these stats, he's not going to do anything for us offensively. So it's not going to be a terrible loss. And if he gets back to his normal form, big time gain. Uh, I think I'd rather just have. I'll just take Bryce Harper, even though that's not. If if it was, it'd be like Kimbrel and someone very high up in the farm league for Harper. People forget we got fucking Yolecki and Oscar coming. Yeah, give me Yolecki. I fucking fuck it. I'll take Yolecki in right field. My future stock on Gavin Sheets is really high. He's so high. That dude fucking mashes baseballs. I really like him. He's And he's got like a Bryce Harper-esque swing. Yeah. He's fucking sweet. So, lots of White Sox talk to come. Even though the season's over, tune in because we're going to... The 2022 talk about campaign it. has just begun. Yeah. There you go. Locked and loaded, baby. Boom. All right. Uh, you good there? All right, we are jumping into our Friday top five draft sports heavy episode today. So we're going with our top five most hated athletes. Hmm. Wonder why? Eyebrow raise. <laughs> All right. I feel like I know who you're gonna pick number one. No, I would be. My, I think my number one pick is very warranted, but I don't think that you would guess it. Okay. Who Do you know who has it? You who has the number one pick? I want to say it's you. I'm not okay. 100% sure, but you can have it. So there's not, like, anybody that sticks out in my head. Oh, there's one person. The, the first person. They, are, for me? 
No, for me, that came oh. to mind. See, there's nobody that sticks out in my head a lot. But if I am going to go with people I fucking hate the most, it's Chris Paul. I fucking hate Chris Paul. Oh, okay. I, I've said this before. I think he's the most overrated player in the NBA. I fucking hate him. I was rooting for the Suns, but I was rooting for him to do really bad. Yeah. So fucking, I hate Chris Paul. I think I now know who yours is going to be. I still doubt that you'll guess it. What sport? Football. Oh, fucking, I don't know. Reggie Bush. I haven't thought about Reggie Bush in like 10 years. Since the Bush push. Dude, I see him every time on TV. Yeah, he and just I doesn't still have animosity. Do it. He just him. doesn't do it for me anymore. It doesn't have to be current. It's all time. I know. Like, I hated him in the moment, and then I just forgot about it. Yeah, still don't like him. Never will. There's, I don't even know if there's anybody. Eh, fucking. Yeah, I'll take him number two. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he was on my list. I fucking hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he was I think, on my I list. I think he's a dick, and then he always just destroys the Bears. Yep. And it just makes me hate him even more. Good pick, because he was my number two. That's why I picked him. Because there's a lot of people on my list that I just feel like you just don't have. So I'm just like not picking them, even though they're probably higher up in the rankings of people I hate. Uh, so I'm going to jump down to my number four because I'm confident. I'm fairly confident I can get my other three. And I just I need this because I'm out of people after this one. Uh, I'm, I just have to take Jose Altuve. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. He, he just he's he I, I don't like him. He gets under your skin. He's persistently there. He's he's like a little gnat. Yeah. Just always around. But, okay, so you know what's number you know what's weird? And I'll take him as my number three. And I don't even think he was really implicated in the scandal, but I just still fucking hate him because I think he's a cocky son of a bitch. It's Carlos Correa. Also though. Yeah. Uh, also I I fucking hate you because you're good and you're cocky. But also you're a free agent, and if you want to play second base for the White Sox, I'm fine with that. I would take him off my list. Yeah, I would me take too. him off your list. Me too. I would take him <laughs> off my own list. Yeah, he's my number three right now. But again, you're good, and I hate you, you because, like, dude, the first two are more just because I just like I look at you and I hate you. Yeah, uh, Correa, I hate you because you're good. Like you're like. The, the like on the rankings of why I hate you, you being good is the number one thing. Yeah. So if you I mean, were good for us, I wouldn't hate you. Well, Reggie Bush ruined Notre Dame season, so obviously I got to take that. And like I said, Jose Altuve is just like just like a pesky. He has the thing. It's the same thing as Danny Mendick too, where his bat looks bigger than him when he's at bat. Yeah. His bat looks fucking huge, and it just pisses me off. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number three, controversial, kind of, I guess, but clearly number three in my mind. Probably c- very easily could have been number one, Kevin Durant. That's who I thought you were going to pick number one. Yeah. I don't hate Kevin Durant. I, I can't stand him. I don't, I still don't under, like, I know it's because the whole, like, go to Golden State thing, but, like, it, like, that, the way he explained it makes so much sense. It's like, why not? Fucking dude, why would you not? If you're a professional athlete, why would you not want to go and play with like the best team ever and have the most amount of fun and just kick the shit out of everyone? Because he was already on a team with Russell Westbrook that was a game away from beating Golden State. Who cares? It's not like he needed to take any easier of a path. 
Dude, all he had to do, all his whole team had to do was get like a fraction of a percentage better, and it would have been this great rivalry. Yeah. And instead, he just jumped ship and took the, the, the clear path. And and this is like the never-ending like sports debate. It's because it's, and I know you're going to be like, it's not the same because the fucking team, his team wasn't that good, but it's the whole thing with like Carmelo Anthony. And it's like, well, he signed with a shittier team when he re-signed with the Knicks, but he signed there for more money, and then everyone was like, Oh, but why wouldn't you go to the Bulls? They're way more of like a good team and like you could have like won a championship with D Rose. And it's like, well, you're not going to take less money because that it makes Carmelo look like he doesn't want to win and Kevin Durant was just like, "Dude, I can go to the most fun team of all time and kick the shit out of everyone, so I'm going to do it." The in okay, the the basis of my argument there is that I I wouldn't have had as much of an issue with it if he didn't just get beaten by one game to the team that he went to. Like, it's not like he went from a shitty Knicks team in Carmelo's instance to a it's, good it's what I just team. It's what I just said. I said right. you're going to be like, oh, it's not the same thing. It, it, fucking, it's eh. not. Like, he went from Who a cares, very, very good team to a great team and turned him into elite by jumping ship instead of just putting your nose to the grindstone and, like I said, getting half a percent better and having this dynastic rivalry for the next... However many years those teams were under contract. Yeah, I don't know. I don't blame him. He can fucking do whatever he wants. Uh, this is my number four. Correct. Hmm. I, I just, like, really don't. I'm probably missing a ton of people, but I feel like I just don't hate. Like, football, I don't have, like, besides Aaron Rodgers, there's not one guy every year that's, like, son of a bitch, he's back. <laughs> you know? I I had, like I said, I had that top three that came to mind right away, and then four and five I had to, like, kind of stretch for. I mean, I have one, but I'm trying to think, like, can I just go with, like, the, like, in, oh, oh, fucking, I got it, fucking Jose Ramirez. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. You always beat the White Sox. Again, it's because you're good. It's only because you're good. And he I mean, looks like, throw, he throw looks like a little Cruz shit. to that yeah. category. But, like, Altu- er, Ramirez looks like a little shit, too. He's got, like, a pudgy face. And yeah. you're like, this guy should not be as good as he is. Yeah. But also, I don't know if you're a free agent. If you want to come play second base, fucking. You're off the list. You're off the list. <laughs> Anybody that comes to plays for the White Sox, you're off my list. If I hate you, you're uh, off my uh, list. As long as you perform. Yeah, fucking obviously. Just saying. But if you want to come to play for the White Sox, you're off my shit list. There you go. All right, uh, my number four and five, I feel like kind of come out of left field. So I'm interested to see where this takes us. Number four, I'm going Reggie Miller. Again, I wasn't really alive for I, like any of his time. I like barely clipped the very end of it, but like... He just like he he goes he gives me the same Jose Altuve vibes where he was just like a super annoying player to play against, and he was just like a like a toothpick, and he had a weird shooting form. I don't think he had a weird shooting form. Yeah, he did. No, it's pretty normal. No, it was de- it was it was definitely weird. No, I feel like this is like it's it's like so weird though because like. Reggie Miller did the exact opposite of Kevin Durant. And was like, no, I'm going to stay on my team and fuck the Bulls. I know. And then you just were like, hey, fucking, I hate this guy for staying on his own team, but also fuck the guy who went to the better team. (laughs) Uh, And I feel like Reggie Miller is a super cool dude off the court. 
But yeah. on the court, like I, like I said, like I clipped just the very tail end of his career. So most of the clips I've seen of him are, are just highlights and stuff. But like he just seems like an annoying person to have to play against. Yeah, but that again, like I don't know. It's weird because I hate Jose Ramirez because of that. But like. It's almost a compliment to most yeah. of these players. Like, yeah. we hate them because they're good. Exactly. My number five? Yep. LeBron. Ah, get out of town. Dickhead. Nope. You're a fucking self-righteous, self self-conceited dickhead. Dude. And this has absolutely nothing. This is the exact opposite of Carlos Correa, where, like, I hate you because you're good. You're good. I, that's not why I hate you. I hate you because you're a fucking douchebag off the court and on social media. Dude, he's been in the league for half of I his don't life. Care. He's never I don't been care. I don't care. That's I, that's he's, not he's married to his dude, high school sweetheart. That's not what I have against him. He I have to the schools. I don't he his give own a school. fuck, uh, Michael. I don't give a fuck. He is a self-conceited douchebag. He fucking congratulated himself on like the thirty thousand point thing. He congratulated himself before it happened. Yeah, hell yeah. Baby. You're a fucking douchebag. You're a douchebag if you congratulate yourself. Period. Better you, not congratulate yourself when we finish this episode. <laughs> Congrat actually fuck you. That I'm gonna do I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Congratulations, LeBron. Congratulations, Jack. I'm gonna be LeBron from now on out. Just every episode fucking congrats to me, dude. I didn't think I could do it, but guess what? You I made it did through it. episode one sixteen. If you would have told me, Jack, from an hour and a half ago that you would have been doing this episode and making this episode, I would have been fucking shocked. But guess what? <laughs> Here it is and you fucking did it. And that's what you do. Grinding. Strive for greatness. The king who was promised. King James. Hashtag King Jack. Fucking grind till I die. No days off. Smiling through it all. Can't believe this is me. In the pool. <laughs> Fucking, you're a douchebag, dude. Again, nothing to do with on the court. On the court, fantastic. Love watching him. Gonna hate when he retires. But he's a fucking dickhead on social media. He is. You can't, you like, that. that's like an objective thing, too. What, what do you think... Michael Jordan slash that era, like the dream team, would have been like if social media was around. Because I feel like people's perspective around every single player in that era would have changed as well. I th I don't know. I think Michael Jordan would have been like such an enigma, where like I don't think he would. I think he would have just been like like liking tweets about people talking shit about him, and then like and like openly too. Like, he would just, like, no burners, be like, fucking say it to my oh, face. Oh, burners, another reason, Kevin Durant. And and he would just be like, he would just be like, fucking, he would, he would just be quote tweeting random people being like, say it to my face, bitch. <laughs> like, fucking, I dare you. Or, like, he would just be, like, fucking responding to other players in the league. Like, fuck you. Like, that, I feel like that would be his only, like, social media posts. Dude, as much as, as much as social media is cool and, like, keeps the world connected, Recently, especially in like the last like two weeks, I would just die to go back to a time before social media. Dude, Facebook and Instagram almost got deleted. That would have been fun. I would have been fine with that. Like, if I could, if I could, you know, get a podcast out like this to whoever wants to listen to it and not deal with any other social media, I think I would, I think I could do it. I easily could. Actually, nah, fuck it. I get most of my news from Twitter. Uh, I, I, Twitter, swear to God, is better than any news outlet. And I'll fucking stand by that. I would hope that YouTube would stay around. 
That's just YouTube's that's just not really a social media. Pure though. entertainment. Yeah, YouTube's not like a YouTube. I don't. I think of YouTube as a streaming service rather than a social media. Yeah, I love YouTube. Okay, my number five. Uh, this one I hope gets a little bit of laugh out of you or maybe someone listening. I don't really know. Uh, I'm going James Skalski. The fucking dude from Clemson? The Clemson linebacker. <laughs> if anything, I got the utmost respect for that guy. He wears a neck brace. Again, dude. You, you don't even... He's the dude, best. Dude, again, I think I've said this before. Like, If you're a white linebacker who wears a neck brace and he's Polish, like, dude... That checks every box. <laughs> I I like him despite him being good. Nah. And that that's saying something. Or like, sure, if we played him, I'd be like, God damn it, he fucking tackled that guy again. But also I'd be like, look at that form tackle that guy just had. Was I, a I fucking told you, I clean wrap-up. My my last two picks were out of left field, wrapping it up with Reggie Miller and James Skalski. But it took me a second to get James Skalski. I was yeah. like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Told you. Not expected, but that's a that's a top five right there. We went. It was this was just athletes, right? Yeah, I would have thrown like Dabo Sweeney in there if I could have just thrown like people. Because again, we said this on a previous one, and I've been saying this for years that I think he's like a fucking fake, yeah, and a, and a phony, yeah, you little fucking phony. <laughs> I like calling people a phony. Stinks out loud. That guy's a fucking phony that stinks out loud. All right. Well, hey, good draft. Uh, wrapping up this Friday show with random thoughts. No, random stories and dumb thoughts. That's Those are the words I was looking oh, for. Oh, random thoughts, too. Um, You got anything? Yeah, I got one. <laughs> you came fired up for just yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Fucking it was the one I was telling you about earlier. And I was thinking about this at work today, sitting inside. No cars, no animals. But I'm thinking to myself for a solid hour and a half, what would be the coolest animal to have to like ride around on if it was like a, a car-sized animal? So instead of cars, we just have animals. So it would be like the Ferrari of animals yeah, and, yeah. and no flying animals Yep. because like obviously that number one would just be bald eagle. Like I would just want to fly around on a bald eagle. So I'm talking um, – and, and speed – doesn't like yeah, like if so you I, take if like I if i took a fast a, yeah. animal i'm not gonna fall right off yeah no no no. Uh, well, also like if you take a jaguar it's not like you can like run 60 miles an hour but if you take like a bear you can only run like 20 like you fucking you're going as fast as a car yeah, yeah. but it's just like you're riding on an animal okay so cool. what what would be so my two thoughts would be like what would be the ferrari and then what would be like the prius all right so, in my opinion, the Ferrari, I'm trying to think. Uh, let me see if I can find a picture of this. Do you have an answer? I think I have one for Prius, and I think it's pretty out of left field. Okay. I just thought, like, a frog. Like, because I, like I feel like the cookie cutter answer would be, like, a mouse. Like, if you're just wheeling around on a mouse, like it kind of sounds like one. It's making that little, like, ee noise type of thing you know and yeah. you're like that guy that's what like the sound like a prius makes when it drives by so like that's the cookie cutter one but i just think like a frog just like dude it doesn't look good it's kind of short and stout like a prius yep like it's just not intimidating at all yeah uh so i had an answer for the ferrari portion but not the prius portion okay what was your ferrari um a the the all black jaguar 
And the, that's the Black Panther. What? A Black Panther? No, like no. a La Pantera? A, a, an actual black jaguar. Oh. That's, that would be sick. Yeah. You're fast. You're intimidating. You got some muscle. You're low to the ground. Dude, you know what one that I thought wouldn't be like a Ferrari, but it'd be like a a Jeep maybe? I mean, look at that, dude. That's sick. Is that not a Panther? No. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, it is a Jaguar. Sorry. Um, you know what one I thought would be like the Jeep of cars? And this is like a pretty like this is like a pretty I think like a tricked out Jeep, a polar bear. Dude, a polar bear's got some like fucking girth to it. Yeah, you It'll, can go, like, you can go you off road. Yeah, like fucking what's up, dude? Uh, I would almost argue that a grizzly bear could fall into that same category. You got your any mud of the, terrain any tires. of the bear category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polar right, bear, like, polar bear, polar bear, polar bear, the polar bear. The polar bear is when you switch your uh, snow tires on. Yeah. And then the grizzly bear, you got your muds, your mud you know, You know what I always just like as a as a giant animal to ride around on? And you and I think it's from a specific movie. Just like a fucking gray wolf. Like a Ooh, giant yeah. wolf. Dude, looks so sick. Because then like, you know what I think about? Revving the engine is when it shows its fangs. It's yeah, like, and yeah. that's you revving the engine at the stoplight. I got. I think I got a Prius answer. Ladybug. Yeah, like just like a chicken. <laughs> no, because gonna... chickens can like get a little mean. What What the heck has a ladybug ever done? Like that's bad. Like they don't bite you. They're just. Kind but of that's bad. just like a slug bug thing. Like yeah, dude, it's just a tiny like. People make slug bugs look like ladybugs. So again, that's like I feel like another cookie cutter answer. I was thinking like a fucking ostrich too. Anything, anything that's like uh, got like long legs and a short body, I feel like that's a. Also, anything on two feet. An ant. An ant's like a. Uh, two thousand and eight Honda Civic. <laughs> Like it, it fucking might have been cool back in the day, but it ain't cool anymore. I, I mean, I'm literally for a Prius. Like my equivalent to that animal is just something that like doesn't really do anything, but is necessary to make the world go round. I was just thinking animals that look kind of funny, like anything that like like if it runs on two legs, dude. Like I don't want to be I don't want to be seen riding around on that thing. <laughs> I want fucking some four leg gallop going right here. A meerkat. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, dude, just a bull would be a sweet one to ride to. That's like a truck. Like a fucking diesel truck. Yeah. It's just a Riding bull. A bull. It's just a fucking a huge Texas longhorn. Let's go, baby. Fucking. You're hitting the stoplights with your fucking <laughs> your horns. Think about that. So think about that. Let us know what uh, what would be some cool animals to ride and what would fall into the Prius category. We want to hear from you. Okay, which side of the spectrum would this fall on? Because I'm thinking about this. An alligator. It's like so low to the ground, it kind of runs weird, but it would look intimidating. Um, I would equivalent. Equivalent. If it's not a word we fucking just made, it's like, <laughs> shut up, everyone. An alligator would be like a uh, mid-2000s Silverado. 
like still gets the job done. Like it, you got like two hundred thousand miles on it, but you might have put some nicer wheels and tires on it just to like kind of get a little modern. All right, all right. But I mean, I'm, I'm just not trying to like I'm just it. sitting there trying to think of like intimidating animals. Because I feel like that's the higher end. It's almost like the more intimidating the animal, the higher end the car. Yeah, and there's a bell curve with the musculature of the animals too. It's it's one of those like scatter plots that's like one of the axes is like intimidation and then the other axis is uh, musculature and then it's like coolest car is like top right. Yeah, and like then it's you got to figure out what side of the intimidating line. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking. That's pretty Dude, good. I think I actually might make this like a fucking actual scatter plot. And we just list animals and Let's put them it. out there. Let's do it. I'm so down. All right, I have. Um, let me see here. I got two, two dumb thoughts for you today. One I'll get over real quick. Uh, I'm really bad at estimating the uh, Tupperware size that I need for. Leftovers. I'm bad at estimating anything. Like, dude, I swear, like, if, if you ask me to put leftovers away into Tupperware. my Are you going too small or too big? I go huge. Yeah, me too. I go way time. too fucking big. Way too big. Way too big. Like, I'm, I'm, like, nine, oh. I'm nine sizes too big. Yeah. <laughs> like, ha, I'll bring out something for, like, an entire pie, and I have, like, you know, a, a single portion of ground beef left over. Yeah. Dude, that, that I've, I think I've said this before. I'm bad at estimating anything legitimately anything like people's ages fucking no clue uh how many people are in like a certain thing fucking no idea yeah like you could show me a picture of uh like people and i could be like that can range anywhere as a group of people it could be like it could range anywhere from a thousand people to ten thousand people and i if fucking i'd believe either one of those answers yeah I'm bad at estimating everything. Fucking what yeah, else? Pretty bad. All right. Only other question. I saw this one on TikTok today. Uh, if you could eliminate one team from college football, who would it be? There's a wide variety of answers. Everything ranging from, you know, cream of the crop, if you could just get rid of Alabama. Or if you could go all the way down to, like, uh, Connecticut. Like just like the worst of the worst. No, nah, because they're funny to watch. I know that. So uh, that's where I so wanted to see my where question. You fell on that my question is then like Notre Dame did get a vote. Uh, if I eliminate this team, is it like do their recruits then go somewhere else, or is it like they keep getting recruits but they just don't play in college football? <laughs> because I swear to God, I think that that would like like change my answer. Uh, I don't know. Because, I didn't put that much thought okay, into it. Okay, because like if I eliminate Alabama, but their recruits just go somewhere else, then just like it's Georgia just become becomes Alabama. School. Yeah. But then like if I eliminate okay. Alabama and yeah. their recruits still go to that school, but they just can't play. Yeah. Then it's like okay, now I'm evening the playing field. That's, that's what you're doing. Okay, then Alabama. I'm getting rid of the top, and I'm evening the playing field. But then then it's just going to become the next top. It's going to be Georgia. Exactly, be... but their recruits, the Alabama recruits, are still going over there. So I'm just eliminating the top, and then the top's shorter, and it closes the gap. Fucking okay. like, there's Switch only one. Around. There's only Switch one. Switch it around. Okay, so now every now they. Yep. Like they go their to recruits other schools. Go to other schools. F- 
<laughs> Fuck. It's kind of tough. Because I, I still might go Alabama, but like it's not like I don't think Notre Dame's getting any of the Alabama recruits. Because no offense to them, I think a lot of them are not the brightest kids. So, you, like, they ain't getting in the Notre Dame either. You so, know, again, I'm just making more other teams good. You know who got multiple votes? Who? Uh, which you'll be happy about. Iowa State. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I would, I would, I would, and that's my answer. Just out of spite. I fucking hate Iowa State. Iowa State would be pretty funny. Uh, Michigan. Oh, yeah. I could, I could eliminate Michigan. Actually, uh, no, I don't. No. Because I like the rivalry. Yeah. We quickly came back on that one. That was like a one second, like, eh, fuck it, I lied. <laughs> yeah, gives me something to live for. I'm trying to think of, like, another school that, like, if I eliminate them, some of their recruits could be smart enough to get into Notre Dame. Uh, Stanford? Yeah, but they're not good. Clemson? USC? USC's fucking, you could be pretty stupid to get into that school. Uh, I, I think like, I'd go Clemson. I, I, feel like there's I think some, Clemson's there's like a pretty over. good like. I don't really know what Clemson's academics are like. I feel like Clemson is the most SEC ACC school because like a lot of SEC schools besides like like the top of the top are like very smart. I feel like that's like Clemson. Yeah. Uh. Texas, just so I don't have to fucking listen to anybody be like, Texas is fucking back. Oklahoma, because they're overrated. Northwestern, because their fans and stadiums suck. I don't mind Northwestern. Ohio State. Oh, I think that could be any behind team, that. Any team that I fucking hate. Ohio State, for sure. I could get behind Ohio State. Yeah. There's not really anybody like west of like maybe Texas that like I fucking hate. Um besides USC. Yeah, I mean we, we being Notre Dame and IU fans, I feel like we just don't get to experience that enough to build up exactly. any sort of hatred. Exactly. So, hey, I don't know. Congratulations. Congrats to me. Fucking that was a great answers <laughs> by me. Nobody's ever had better answers than you. Hashtag strive for greatness. Hashtag King Jack. Hashtag the chosen one. Let's go. All right. Well, that is where we are wrapping up. Shed some light. Episode one sixteen. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Hope you caught up on some you know past shed some light episodes that you may have missed um, in this past week that we have not released anything. Have a fantastic weekend. Be sure to drink some Miller Lights and uh, check out our social media in the description down below. In the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.